This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Well, Chris, we make our way around the division, and we end up with the you know often hated Dallas Cowboys. But I guess before that, uh, the Giants made a, a pretty big announcement today that they're going to go to the, uh, the 80s and 90s throwback blue uniforms, which... You know, outside of the draft and the hiring of Joe Shane, I think is the uh, the happiest moment on Twitter for Giant fans over the last <laughs> 10 years, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that was coming. Did you know that was coming? No, Jerry? did not. Yeah, that no. was a surprise. Yeah. yeah. A pleasant surprise. I think we, me and you both like those old uniforms. The fans yeah. seem to really like them. Yeah. Uh, everybody really took to it today when <clears throat> when the news broke. Uh, they, I think they're going to wear them two games, and you, you were just telling me they're going to wear the whites against Dallas yeah, or something. Yeah, I think the, the blue are Chicago and <laughs> Washington, right. and then the whites are Dallas. Right. Right, right, and why it down. So I think, look, I, I which is awesome, be, by the way. Still, I still like. Right, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think the blue uniforms brings back a lot of memories, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, Lawrence Taylor days, Phil Sims, Banks, all those guys, championship yeah. days. Yeah. Uh, I saw the reaction on Twitter. You know, uh, reading and people just seemed to love it. You know. Yeah, people were like, I, I liked it. Thank you, you know? Giants. <laughs> You know, even Lawrence Taylor was involved in it. You know, yeah, that was cool. I don't know how the hell they got in touch with Lawrence, but all of a sudden there he was in a locker room with Saquon. Yeah, which I thought was, uh, I got to be honest with you, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, obviously Saquon is one of the faces of the franchise. No, no question about it, right? I mean, Saquon's a great kid. He deservingly should be one of the faces of the franchise. But I have to admit, I was a little disappointed. I, if I was in charge, I think I would have had Thibodeau. Yes. I think I you know, yes. I think I, I think I would have had Thibodeau sitting on that. No, no disrespect to Saquon. I just it was because it was Lawrence, I'll, I'll an edge step, guy. I'll go a step right? further. I'll go a step further. Yeah, because it was Lawrence, an yeah. edge guy. Yeah. I just would have had a defensive guy, and obviously Thibodeau, you know, being the number five, and everybody's expecting, you know, big things out of him. I would have been like, okay, hit you take the Jersey kid, let's roll, right? That's that's what I would have done. Well, yes, great idea, and I would have gone a step mm. further. It's funny you yes. said that. I was nodding the entire time. I'm like, I know where he's going with this. I would have loved, absolutely loved it, if it was Taylor and Banks giving it to Thibodeau and Ojolari. I would be like, oh my god, oh, forget yeah. it. We're winning game one, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been uh, <laughs> something that like that. Been, not, you know, that would have been pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, look, not that I'm disappointed. I, I just, I, I would have done it different. I, because it was Lawrence, and somehow another. They dragged Lawrence off the golf course and, so, and found him yeah. and got him over the Giants, the Giants facility. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, and I understand. I get it. I, you know, Saquon's one of the faces. I get it. Uh, yeah. I just would have did it definitely because it was a defensive player. Yep. And considering who we drafted, yeah. Um, I would have been like, hey, Miss, hey, Kayvon, take this jersey, kid. You know, and yeah. they would have rolled with it there. But it is what it is. Um, yeah. you know, obviously Saquon's a great kid. We we all, love, you know, no matter why you feel injury. Yeah. We all love Saquon as a person, um, and so. But bottom line, it was still pretty cool. Uh, they actually find Lawrence and get him over here. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it's you know what, Jerry. I wish Lawrence would be around more. Yeah. Um, and now I get it. He's busy. You know, Lawrence is Lawrence. You know, he's had some issues. We all know that, right? Yeah. Um, and, and from what I understand, a few people told me he's he's a difficult guy to get in touch with. He's he's always doing his thing and. <laughs> Uh, golf course and this and that but you know what dude i have to be honest with you i liked him being back in the building um 
I, I liked him, you know, being on the Giants.com and that little, that little thing he did there with Saquon and the jersey and here, take this and all that stuff. Look, the guy is an iconic figure in Giants land. Yep. Probably the greatest defensive player, in my opinion, the greatest defensive player ever to play this game. Yep. And he was one of ours, Jerry. You know, right. he was one of ours. He was a giant. Yep. Um, and I, I, I like to see Lawrence. I, even training camp, right? I mean, I hope Lawrence makes an appearance. Yep. I hope he, I hope he comes in one day and grabs this Thibodeau kid, you know, and talks to the team and and just around the book because this time of year, you know, I'm going to see a lot of old giants. I'm going to see the Ozies. I'm going to see the Sims. I'm going to see Tucks. I'm going to see straight. You know, a lot of old guys come filtering in, man. For they they pop by for a day training camp. Or Sims guaranteed Sims will be there. He's there every year. Yeah. You know, and, but Lawrence is a guy I haven't seen. You know, and I would like to see him, Jerry. I hope he pops in this camp. I hope he talks to Dable, um, you know, and um, and all those guys. You know, I'm sure Joe Shane would love to talk to him. Um, as I'm talking about during camp now, you know, when these guys are on the field. Right. Let Lawrence stand on the sideline, Jerry, and talk to Shane Dable, and you know, see, you know, talk about what he's seeing. Get some young kids on the side. Huddle up at the end of a practice. Hey, we have a special guest today. Yeah. I think you all know who he is. Uh, some guy named Lawrence Taylor, you know, I'll let him come in and talk and this and that. So that's my personal opinion, Jerry. I don't think anybody's going to really disagree with no, on that it's one. A, so. it's, a, it's a different aura when he's around. Like, all due respect to everybody else, when he steps mm-hmm. on the field, it's, oh, my God, that's Lawrence Taylor. That's the greatest who's ever done it. Absolutely. And to yep. your point before, you know, royalty, mm-hmm. like, I always equate Taylor to, you know, the 70s being, you know, you're going to school and get your ass kicked by a bully every day. And then one day you call in your older brother to help you out. And that's 1981 to me. That, that's what Lawrence Taylor did for the – literally changed the, the fortunes of the franchise almost single-handedly. I know Parcells and Belichick were there, but the talent that he brought to the table – I mean, the, it, they made the playoffs in 81 after 18 years of missing, yes, right? Yes, so, yes, you know, he yep. comes there and that's that's what he is. He's the – he's the like you said, if they, he's the royalty. If, if Mount Rushmore starts with him for the Giants and then it's – Everyone else is debatable, right? For the most part, you can debate everybody else. He starts it, so. Oh, Jerry, there's, there isn't a question about that, bro. Right. In 1981, the year he was drafted, the Giants made the playoffs. Yep. Something that they didn't do for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay? And not, the, not only did they make the playoffs, they win a playoff game. In Philly, right. In Philly, right. the Rob Carpenter game. You know, they, they, yeah. they win a playoff game in Philly. Yeah. Um, so, and, and then the Giants fan base was like, man, we're going to turn this around. Yeah. This guy is incredible. Yep. And then they started, you know, adding more pieces and Sims came into his own. We all know that, right? What yeah. happened? Right. And, uh, so this guy is loyalty around us. And I, and I, and look, I get it. We all know what, what, what has happened with Lawrence off yeah. the field. I get that, you know, but. When Lawrence Taylor is in the building, he's iconic, bro. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, in our building. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you could argue with me. You could say, hey, Chris, you know, this guy's been locked up. This guy's done this. I get all that. You know, I'm just saying that when he's in that building, yeah. that guy is a god in the yeah. Giants building, Jerry. And, and you, you could come at me and argue me all the time. Oh, you know, can't make this guy. Football-wise, he's a god. Yep. Now, I'm not saying, you know. He's going to be in the Vatican tomorrow. <laughs> oh, he's going to be replacing the next Pope. We all know that. I'm just saying, 
football-wise, he is a god yes. in a Giants building. And I just hope he pops up, Jerry, a few times this summer. I really do. You know? You said one of the they cut the nice promo today. One of the promos they did years ago when Parcell started coaching Dallas, they did a Monday night promo with him, and it was pretty funny. And he's just staring at the TV saying, like, and okay, so big blue VCR, do your work, right? Find the promo. I'm sure you have it somewhere. Uh, but he's staring at the TV going, I can't believe my coach is coaching the Cowboys. And it was funny. And they like you said, they they should do more with him <laughs> if they can. So Yeah, because he's really a funny guy, Jerry. Yeah. You know, uh, Lawrence is is hysterical. You know, he really is. Yep. The stuff, the way he could tell a story, yeah. you know, the, just naturally the way he talks, and uh, yep. you know, he's a funny dude, you know, and, and you know, so he and he's, you know, people want to see him, you know, people want to be around him, you know, Jerry, uh, people want to talk about him, yep. Um, so uh, I, you know, I, I thought it was great. Like I said, I would, I, I kind of wish they had Tibido instead, but yeah. hey, it is what, hey, it's yep. still, it was still a great little promo there. Um, and the uniforms are going to come back, and it, it's going to be great to see, right? I, yeah. I think it's going to be really cool to see yeah. um, the Giants in those uniforms this season. I, I think the fans really loved it. I could tell by Twitter they love it. Um, the old-timer fans, you know, absolutely love it, man. You know, yeah. So it's going to be good stuff, bro. Yep. So speaking of LT um, and the white uniforms when they would play Dallas, you know, I, I always talk about – I think I've talked about this before – Jerry, explain that a little bit, bro, because, you know, we have a lot of younger people yes. listening, and they might not exactly know what the hell you're talking about. So it, Jerry right. Foley is going to explain exactly what the hell that white uniform was about. Go ahead, Jerry. So explain. That started in the – I believe it started in the 70s or at least in 1980 when the Giants would wear white at home in order to make <laughs> Dallas wear blue because Dallas verbally did not like wearing blue uniforms, and they didn't play as well. So they always Caps. so Dallas yep. is white at home. So the dark color on the road, the dark color for other teams is usually the home uniform. So Dallas always got to wear white, which is what they wanted to do. So the Giants, and in particular Parcells, uh, <laughs> yep. flipped that. Yep. And I, I know they wore it in 1980. I don't know about the 70s, but in 80 they wore it, and I believe they beat them at home. It was a high-scoring yes. game. Yes. They did in 81, got into the playoffs. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the genesis of that. And, 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 and I love that they do it now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and folks, for people who don't remember the Cowboys hated wearing those yep. blue uniforms. They, they freaking hated it. Yeah. They, they were psyched out by, it. I remember they, you know, they, yeah. they didn't play as well. They used to blame the uniforms. Yep. Yeah. I think Ray Perkins did start. If I remember yeah. right, I think he started out. Oh, we're going to wear white. You wear the blue, you know, you wear yeah. your blue at our stadium, you know? Um, and I, and, when they when they were white at home again, man, I'm going back to when I first became weird. a fan, which was weird. Yeah, and and I, or '83, I became, I was a, a fan, but in '80, I particularly remember the game in '84 mm-hmm. when I asked my dad, I said, "Why are they wearing white?" He goes, "To make Dallas wear blue." And I, yep. why? And he told me, yeah. and I remember the joy on that sideline. I think the score was 28-7 that they won that game, mm-hmm. um, and, and I was like, "Why are they?" You know, I bet nine-year-old kid. Why are they so happy? My dad just said, because they just beat Dallas. Yeah. And it was such a big deal. No, Jerry, they they, they used to kick the shit out of us in the 70s, early (laughs) days. I mean, Jerry, it was like a given. You know, played Mm -hmm. them twice a year. They kicked the shit out of us twice a year. Maybe, Jerry, you get a somewhat close game at home, maybe. Right. Which you knew was going to end the defeat anyway. Right. Soon stall back at his hand on the balls of the game was called. Forget about it. You just knew they were going to lose, Jerry. It was like, you just sat there like, well, they're going to go march down the field. Right. So they kicked the shit out of us so many times, dude. And yeah. When they started turning that around, Jeff, and we started kicking the shit out of them, yeah, um, it was a great feeling, bro. Yeah. You know, so 
Yeah, I remember that 84 game. It was the Andy Hedden touchdown, and I know Byron Williams had a long one. Yeah. I think Moat scored. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if I, you I remember, was... Jeffy, if you remember, there was a lot of extra celebration going on in the sidelines. Well, in those yes, yes. The Giants, was... I mean, there was happiness, bro. Right. I, that, again, <laughs> I swear to God, I remember this as a nine-year-old going, they act like they, I think they just won the Super Bowl. Like, why are they so happy? And my dad almost was like, you know, almost like, kid, you don't understand. This this is a big deal beating Dallas. So right, I mean, it sounded like Michael K when Garrett Cole struck out Raphael Devers. You think that Michael K like 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 they just won the World Series? You know, the excitement was incredible. Oh, Devers struck out! Oh, I was like, wow, what what happened here? You know, so that's what it was. It was the excitement back in us because they beat the Cowboys. Right. You know, it, it was it was uh, <laughs> it was a great Jerry. The fan, forget about the play. I mean, the play. You know what, Jerry? When you saw the players back then, you remember this. You were a little kid. I'm sure you remember. But when you saw the players jumping up and down, they were hug. It was like like 25 years of release, like right. energy release, Jerry. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. Now we're gonna kick the shit out of these guys now. You know what I mean, right. dude? Right. So it was good times. Man. I remember. The, but that was the story behind Jerry. Fully hit it right in the head. That that was the story behind the uniforms. <laughs> For people who don't remember, you know, the Cowboys hated wearing those, and the Giants just sticking to them. I said, "Now you got to wear them here." <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so um, yeah, that was it, man. That was the story. So um, look, hey, look, Jerry. We, you know, we covered the. Uh, we had a guest on. We covered Washington last week. Um, we covered the Eagles. We both kind of. We both kind of said, our preseason pick to win the division. Yeah. Actually played golf with an Eagles fan today, and he's it's funny, you know. He's like, uh, "What do you think about my team?" And I was like, "Well, I got to be honest with you, you know, I got him winning the division." The pre- and the first thing that came out of his mouth, big Eagle fan, I played with him today. He goes, "Yeah, but you know, it all depends on Jalen Hurts." Yeah, <laughs> it's right. it's Everybody funny. Is saying it. so yeah. That's what everybody's saying down yeah. in Philly. Uh, but the Dallas Cowboys, you know, who a lot of people are still picking. Yeah, and I'm not going to argue with that. No, uh, to win the division because he's still got a lot of talent. But I think, you know, me and you, we've talked about it a little bit. We'll get into it a little bit more now. We think they're going to take a step back um, yes. this season. Um, we, you know, Philly's going to jump them a little bit. We'll, but we'll see. This is why you play. Yeah. But you look at them, Jerry, and, and I think a lot of people in Dallas, you just came from Dallas, and you kind of had that feeling to the, you know, the Dak Prescott situation. I think a lot of people aren't even sold in him right. yet. Right? I, I think a lot of Dallas fans are like, yeah, well, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. You might have 4,000 yards thrown, but we're not sold on it, right? So, yeah. Um, and it's funny, though, with, with Dak, I think there's no middle ground anymore. I think people right. are all in, or, you know, they're, they're, they're like, yeah, time, not time to move on, but eh, they're, they're not that thrilled with it. Um, and I think, there's more of, I think there's more of that in Dallas. I think they're a little more realistic down there. Anyway. Right. Uh, you know, it's amazing, Jerry. I was looking at the roster before. This is the seventh year for Dak and Ezekiel Elliott already. Yeah. The seventh season they're in, yeah. bro. Right. That's how fast, uh, you know, and they really, you know, they've won some couple of things and also that, but not much to show for, right, for two guys. No. Uh, so Zeke, talking about Zeke Elliott, Jerry, you know, a lot of people think he's, in a, you know, he's looking pretty good in his offseason. They think he's going to have a bounce back, but it's... Man, it's a lot of, you know, Jerry, it's a lot of wear in those tires, bro. Mm-hmm. Seventh year now. The guy's a physical runner, man. He's a, yeah. you know, is he starting to slow down, you know? Um, but you think Pollard's more dangerous at this point, though, to be honest? Uh, well, uh, well, let's put it this way. Pollard's a real good back when yeah, he's in right. He's a real good back, you know? Like, that is a one-two punch if, if Z can play well, yeah. you know, yeah. anyway. So, but they they trade, you know, they, they, they trade Amari Cooper, yeah. you know? And they're going to go, you know, C.D. Lamb. Yep. 
now we're gonna, you know, CD's the number one guy and all that, and we're gonna see how that works out. You know, Dalton Schultz is playing on a franchise tag uh, and all that. And you look at the offensive line, they're gonna go with that kid they drafted, Smith, that God it looks like, and Tyron Smith another year. Yeah. How, how does he? He's been banged up in and out last year. Yeah. How, how does he hold up a left tackle? Right. Because if he doesn't hold up a left tackle, that's in trouble. Yep. You know. Um, so they offensive line for the first time, Jerry, really, in about man, it's got to be seven, eight years, maybe, right? Um, you kind of look at them and say, well, you know, they're kind of, you know, maybe not as good as it, you know, as they have been in years past. You know, so. I, I would say the Philly line is probably ahead of them right now. Right. Uh, you know, they're, they're going with an aging Tyron Smith, a left tackle, yeah. and Steele at right tackle, who's not bad, don't get me wrong, but it's just you're not the same line they've had. Right guard, though. I mean, right yeah, guard. Zach, but even his ex, you know, he's still one of the better guards in football. We know that. All yeah. pro guy. All pro now, not pro, but all pro guy. <laughs> right. uh, Notre Dame guy. We all know Zach. <laughs> same thing, though, but, but entering his ninth year. Yeah. Injuries start to happen. So if you're at Cowboys, Jerry, you look at your offensive line, and even Tyler Badass, a guy we like, you know, Wisconsin kid, he's second year now. Uh, He was all right last year, not bad. Came on as the season went on. I kind of liked his play as the season went on. I expect him to be pretty solid at center. But, you know, even Zach, you know, injuries happen, dude. Eight, nine years in the league. Tyron Smith's been hurt over the last few years. He comes back. Not really the same tackle. So, if I'm the Cowboys fans, Jerry, I look at that and I say, well, my my offensive line could be a question mark this year. So that's that's probably the main reason why, Jerry, I, I think they're going to take a step back, in my opinion. I just think their offensive line is not going to be as dominant as it, as it has been in the past. I look at their secondary, the defensive side, and I say, okay. You Real know. quick, before we go to secondary, I just want to say, the, the one thing, though, about Dallas, and it pains me to say it, is they know how to draft now for the most oh. part. Absolutely. And, and and drafting Smith in the first round, it's like that was such a smart pick for them. You know, yeah. maybe not the guy they particularly wanted. They'll always tell you. The, ca- the one thing the Cowboys, that propaganda machine in the front office. Oh, we got our guy. They could be picking 32. And they're like, that was the guy we wanted at one. If we were picking one, that's the guy we would have taken. <laughs> they even but, show you the list. They even right, show yeah, you the list. <laughs> yeah, they just picked up a list. They had an intern type up the list real quick. But no, in all seriousness, like they, they know, like they're smart to do that. Like they know how to draft now. And for years they didn't. They used to screw it up and you're like, man, you're killing this dynasty. This is great. But, you know, they kind of retool and reload a bit now. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they believe in that offensive line, Jerry. They went right out and grabbed that kid Smith, man. Yeah. You know, that, that one thing about Jerry and his son and all those guys, man, they, they you know, they, they, they keep restocking offensive line. Okay. Well, last yeah. year they get Biter as Taylor yeah. Badass yeah, and all that guy. Yeah. yeah, sure. You know, this year they get, they draft Smith. Yeah. You know, they, they don't mess around with that offensive no. line. They try to, you know, they try to restock it, bro. And, and it's funny because every year they'll take a guy that it seems we wanted. You know, obviously, we, I, you know, Zach Martin was one that we had our eyes on years ago. Beatish was the guy like, oh, he's there. Take him. And all of a sudden it goes to Dallas. You know, it's just, you know, yeah. So, yeah. And look, and last year they drafted defensive rookie. Yeah. A lot, you know, yep. he could have been MVP. <laughs> Some people wanted him. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, Michael Parsons. And, you know, we'll see what he does in his second year. But, you know, going, you know, you look at him and say, well, this kid's a dominant kid out there, right? He's a dominant right. linebacker, and he, they, he's going to line up all over the place, and he's going to do his thing, you know? Uh, so, DeMarcus Lawrence, they got some edge guys. But I looked at the you defense. Dante Fowler, too. Like, that's a <laughs> eh, guy that can... Don't worry, don't worry guy, about him. No, I know, but I feel like he could be something with them. You know what I mean? Like, because Dante Fowler's now the, 
the the fifth or sixth guy on that defense, right? Yeah. So I, I don't know. It just seems yeah. like a guy that they would pick up who would all of a sudden and, bring his seven, eight sacks. Yeah, and you know what, Jerry? I really like the kid they drafted in the second round, Sam Williams, the other defensive yeah. end. You know, I like him, Jerry. I liked him yeah. coming out of college. Cowboys, like you said, the Cowboys have been drafted well, bro, the last yeah. few years. You know, they've had some nice drafts. Yep. Um, so we'll see how they are on defense. Offensive line, like I said, I think it takes a step back. I think it's going to hurt Dak. Zeke, you know, let's see what we get out of him. You know, um, yeah. you know, a lot of people, I know I've read a lot of things coming out of Dallas saying that he, he looks great, but we'll see, man. We'll see. He, you know, he's getting a lot, of, a lot of wear and tear on those legs now with Zeke, you know. Yeah. Uh, but And now C.D. Williams, he's the man. You know, he's going to be number one guy, and they they chose to re-sign Gallup, and they let you know they traded Amari. And you know, listen, Amari Cooper is a guy that a kills the Giants. B, you know, he's he's real good, Cooper man. And yeah. To me, they're going to miss him, man. And uh, but Gallup's a nice talent. Do you think that was a bad? Do you think that was a bad trade for them? Do you think that's going to hurt? Look, them? I think it's something they felt they had to do cap wise, yeah, and right. you know, and all that. You know, Jerry. Um, yeah. And they brought in you know James Washington, a guy you know he's played for the Steelers and. Not a bad number three. Uh, and obviously, CD, who's excellent. Look, CD's really good, you know. Um, and Gallup's a guy I always like too, man. You know, so we'll see how they do, you know, one and two now. Uh, because, you know, Amari Cooper's a guy you got to account for, you know. So, and now, they, now CD's going to see a lot of rollovers, brother. He's going to get doubled a lot. And guys like Gallup are going to have to pick up the slot. And we'll see what Dak does, you know. Um, look, Jerry, this is a team you look at, a, look at them in paper and say, hey, they could still win 11 games, 10 games. Yeah. Right. They could. Yeah. No question about it. You know, I'm not saying this is a four-win team, nothing like right. that. I just think they drop back to an eight-win team this year. Um, uh, now, am I, when the Giants play them, or if you, you know, the first game of the year, I think they're playing Tampa Bay, and we'll see how it look. It turns out, whoever they're playing the first game, um, we'll see how. You know, we'll, we'll get an early feel of them. Uh, they're still play, very talented. On Thanksgiving too. That sucks. The Giants play them on Thanksgiving this year. I yeah. 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 I hate. I don't that like too, it. Bro. Yeah. I, Look forward to Dallas too. playing anybody on Thanksgiving, and now like yeah. the the Giants are going to play them. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't happy when the schedule came uh, out with that either. Dude. I agree. I agree with you, Jerry. You know, so but it is what it is. They're going to have yeah. to go there and play them. Yeah. Um, and that's that's how I feel about. it. I just think that you know, Van der Vesh is back, but Van der Vesh hasn't been the same player. He's always got know? some kind of neck going, right? Neck he's issue got going, something right? going on. You know, he's yeah. always got something going on. He hasn't been the same player in a few years. Yeah. Uh, but they do have the dom- you know Parsons, who was a dominant player last year, so. Look, I, I got them around eight wins. I have to be honest with you. I think they take a step back. We'll see if I'm wrong next January, end of December. You think Diggs comes back to earth a bit or down to earth? I think, look, he was very fortunate with a lot of interceptions last year. I know he wound up at 10, 11, 12, whatever he had. Um, he's a good player, Jerry. You know, he's a good player. I don't think he's going to have 10 interceptions again. You know, a lot right. of bounces his way last year. But yeah. I, I'm sure he's going to have his five or six. Right. You know, um, he's a good player. Um but he's not a guy like. Look, I, I I'm sorry, I don't look at him and say, "Well, stay away from him for 60 minutes." Right. You know, no, he's not Darrell Revis. He's not Darrell Revis. He's not Jalen Ramsey of a few years ago, even last year or two. You know, like you don't look at him and say, "Oh, we're staying away from him." You right. know, uh, no, right. uh, you know, you, Dad, do you want to go out and challenge him ten times, eight times? Maybe not. But I'm not afraid to challenge him, and I think Kadarius Tony. I think he showed that last year. Like, hey, yeah. calm down. Well, yeah. relax. We could go after this guy. He made you know him look I mean? silly on a number of players. That's why I really hope he's healthy. I, and Jerry. That's the stuff he can do. And I, I think Brian Dable, 
And Mike Kafka are going to look at it and go, if you think Dable's going to sit back and say, oh, we're not going to have to dig that 10 interceptions, no way, bro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, look, he's still, he's still one of the better corners in football, no question about it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to disrespect the guy. He's still real, uh, a good corner. Uh, but he's a guy I would still go after. Um, and I tell you what, Jerry, <laughs> if Tony's healthy, you know, when they play Dallas, is that the first time they play in Jerry Thanksgiving? They play him again after that? No, I think they play them before. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. They play, play him Monday on Monday Night, night Football. Early, week, very early. Week three. Week three, They yeah. play him week three. I'm yeah. sorry. Week yeah. three, Monday Night Football at MetLife. That's right. What the hell am I talking about? So they play him early. And you know what? Send my boy Tony. Go ahead. You want to cover my boy Tony and one-on-one? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, so um, that's going to be that's gonna be really interesting, dude. That Monday Night game yeah. uh, at MetLife. That's going to be really interesting, man. You know what? Let's face them with a healthy receiving group. I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not including Shep. Shep's not going to be back by then. He shouldn't be back by then. I'm talking about, you know, the Galladay's, the Tonys, and and Wandale, Wandale and all that. You know, so, so it's amazing hey, we're saying Wandale. Everybody's psyched to see this kid. Yeah, you should be psyched to see yeah, him, bro. Good. You should be. You know, so um, that's what I got about eight. I got him on eight wins, you know, right. which will make him eight and nine, I guess, Jerry, or maybe nine and eight. Uh, I'm, I hope I'm right, but um, that's what I see. That's where I see Dallas. You see, where do you see him, bro? How many wins do you think they're going to get? What do you, what well, do you think? Well, Mike, I have a question first. Million dollar question: If they get eight wins or nine wins and don't make the playoffs, does Mike McCarthy return? He's fired. Yeah, gone. Yeah, gone. I agree. I think Jerry yeah. Jones looked at this like this is a, this is a playoff team. Well, let's put it this way, Jerry. They better go through a lot of injuries to beat for that reason to be eight and seven, eight win team. Maybe that'll save McCarthy. But if they're somewhat healthy and they win eight games, McCarthy's gone, bro. Yeah, I have him at nine or ten wins. Um, I could see him going nine and eight or, or ten and seven. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And either barely making it or barely missing it. Like they're just a team on the cusp. You know, like we said, I think I think the Eagles win the division. And uh, then Dallas is fighting for it. And, um, yeah, uh, and then we'll see what happens with the rest. But I, I think Dallas is a nine or maybe ten win team. So. Yeah, there you go. Like, like you, like Jerry, like we just said, they got the talent. They could win eleven games. Yeah. You know what I mean? They could be yeah. a twelve and five, eleven and sixteen. Yeah. Or they could drop back a little bit and be that seven, eight win team. You know? By the way, Dallas also has the good Odigizua. You know, of course, we draft the bad one. They got the good one, or the decent one. We got the yeah, I like him. The, I good. never played a down one. They got the one that's a reserve, <laughs> a viable reserve. So. Yeah. Look, look, he's a good player. He showed a yeah. lot of things his rookie season, man. He's yeah. a nice player. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got that one who really didn't feel like playing football. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they got the one who wants to play football for every day of the year. You know, so, uh... I remember, I mean, we, we went through a sh- – didn't we have more guys like that? Like, we had Sonoris Moss to Santana Moss. Now, Tiki was awesome. Tiki and Rondé were both great. But I'm trying to think of somebody else. Okay, okay, the, the easy one's Eli and Peyton. But don't worry, Lisa, we're very happy with Eli. Um, but I thought we went through a stretch there. Where we had a couple brothers of guys, and I don't know. It just seemed like we had the wrong one. But yeah, that's uh, so we both have them kind of, I guess, coming in second place in the division. No, Dallas. Oh uh, yeah, that's why I have them right now, Jerry. No, you know? no. Um, that's why I have them right now. So we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see uh, who comes out of camp healthy, who's looking good, who's looking a little step slower. You know, and all that stuff, man. Uh, yeah. But you know what, Jerry? Just to get back to uniforms, you know. Before we go into questions, yeah. um, I looked at those uniforms today. You know, I saw the old, you know, I saw Banks was responding to it. A lot of the old players love it, you know. Um, 
all I was thinking about, you know, training camp starts next Wednesday, right? The vets report Tuesday. The first practice is Wednesday morning. Oh, by the way, thank God it wasn't this week. I would have melted out there with the weather here, you know. So, um, but Jerry, all I was thinking about was, man, let's get this turned around, bro. I know. Let's get this turned around. Brian Dable, Joe Shane. Let's get this turned around, Brian. You know what I mean, Jerry? Let's let's kick some in the next. You know what? Let's get some significant wins this year, and then next year, kick some. Kick some, you know what, bro? And on his, you, on the yeah. Cowboys and the Eagles and all that crap, like we used to. You know what I mean, Jerry? Yeah, and and the and the the videos you're seeing and the quotes from like Wink Martindale, like, oh man, you're I'm getting pumped. Listen to this guy, like, you know, I we live in the we're in the greatest city in the world. Why not dominate and stuff like that? And you know, he's gonna come after you. Like this is like you said. Like let's just start. Let's turn this around. Like no one's expecting the playoffs, but let's just start to turn this around now, man. Let's get let's excited make, again. Let's make significant pros, uh, right. progress, right, Jerry? Right. Significant progress. Now, we all know it's, a lot of that's going to depend on Daniel. We know that. Hmm. Um, but let's 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 see significant progress, you know? Right. Yep. And even, Jerry, even if Daniel doesn't, and he's not the answer at the end of the season, you want to look at this football team, Jerry, Mm. And say, okay, well, they're a quarterback away. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yes. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not throwing Daniel out the window. I'm just saying at the end of the season, and right. it's pretty much determined that Daniel's not going to be the guy. He right. doesn't take that next step. You want to look at the rest of the team and then yep. another Joe Shane draft, right? Right. And say, hey, these guys are a quarterback away from taking that next step. That's right. what I'm looking for this season, Jerry. Right. Now I'll take anything else. You know, I'll take an uh, upset victory out of the gate. Come home, you know, be a Carolina squad, right. and play a two and one on one Cowboy team two and on Monday night. You know, I'll take that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think we're kind of expecting, like, you know, not really a playoff team this year. Um, and like I said, you kind of want to look at it and go, okay, these guys are a quarterback away from taking that next step. Yeah. If Daniel doesn't make that. You know, doesn't take that next step for himself. So we'll see. Time will tell. Have you started being a buffoon yet and looked at the schedule and saying win, loss, win, 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 loss? I have never done that, Jerry. No, I I know, but I I know you've never done it out loud, but do you do it in your head or no? No. No, I got to be. Jerry, I did years ago. Don't get me wrong, Jerry. I did years ago. When does that stop? Age 50? Like, because I'm 47, I still do it. It stopped. Uh, do you really? Yeah, no. I just no, it's, I, it's a habit. I can't get out of Jerry, it. Jerry, I stopped years ago. I would say probably about not too long ago, five, six years ago. I'm okay. fifty-five. All right, maybe fifty, Jerry. When you hit fifty, <laughs> maybe we stop doing it when you're fifty. Because when I started doing it, and the teams I had win, and they jumped out of the gate playing well, and they kicked the crap out of the Giants, I said, well, "That's it. I'm done." You know, right. the NFL just a change changes on a dime league. You know, so I stopped just, doing that. Yeah. I take it one week at a time. You're smart. You know. uh you know, obviously, you know when you, you know when you, play, you know when you're playing, you know, teams that are, you know, better on you, better than you last year. You're gonna look at it as a loss. But my attitude is, I take, hey, I take it one a week at a time. Like, I know people look at even the opening game, right, Jerry? Right. I, I know people look at it, Tennessee in Tennessee, playoff team, number one seed last year. But I look at it like, well, Tannehill finished like crap. Hmm. Right, his first yes. pass of a his first pass of a playoff game is an interception by right. my boy Jesse Bates, or, or it might have been Von Bell, one of them. Anyway, right, interception. They lose that playoff game. 
okay, so let's see how they are. They, like, you know, let's see how Tannehill's going to be and all that. I look at it like, well, this isn't guaranteed Tennessee win. Right. Okay. These right. guys went out on a sour note, brother. And we have an entirely new coaching staff. Right. And you, and, and what, what week do you want to – like, we play Tennessee week eight. That's probably not a win. Right. Playing week one? Right. I, I don't know. It's like we have a shot. When you, it's all when you play them. Right. When you play them. So, right. okay, so Tennessee's a better football team. We know that. But I think I mentioned this before. They got smoked last year at home against Arizona. Yep. Uh, so what I, point I'm saying is that it's all when you're playing too. Right. And who they have on the field. But, you know, you, a better football team, you like to grab in September and try to, you know what I mean, and, and yeah. kind of shock them up a little bit. So we'll yeah. see what happens, you know. And then and then you know, it's funny because you go week two. Who's afraid of Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold? I'm not. 2-0. and Week three, Dallas, they're going to be one and one. Revenge, baby. Monday Night Football. Let's do this. Three and oh. So that's, I'm just an idiot. That's what I do. And I go through the schedule and I realize that that's stupid and you shouldn't do that. But, you know, it's just in my head, in my buffoon head, you know, I'm still doing these stupid things. So anyway. All right, guys, uh, we're going to take a break and be right back after this. Hang on one second. And we're back. Um, Anything else we want to hit on before uh, we get to questions, schedule, or buffoonness, or unif- more uniforms, Cowboys, Jerry, let's whatever. just give a shout-out. I think we have a shout-out yeah. for birthday shout-out. Go ahead, dude. I think you got it in front of you. Yes, I do. Um, Michael Cerrone, who is an awesome follower of ours, who seems to retweet and like a lot of the stuff we put out. Uh, his son reached out, and happy 67th birthday, buddy. Uh, you are one hell of a Giants fan, and... Uh, you got a great son there to reach out and uh, and ask for this. So uh, kudos to you, buddy. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. Hope you enjoy it, man. Michael, happy birthday. Uh, your son said you're an avid listener to the podcast. We really appreciate your support. And happy birthday. Enjoy. 67 years old, brother. 67 years young today. There it is. Enjoy. Nice. Um, all right. I don't I, know where I, they're from, though, Jerry. Do you know where they're from? No. No. I don't think um, I ever read where they're from. Okay, all right. No, I don't know if they're um, local. I don't know if they're local or I don't know. Okay, I'm guessing Cerrone, Brooklyn, maybe. I'm I'm guessing local. There's no. Oh my god! Why is that, dude? <laughs> he's Italian, so right away he's from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god. Um, let's see if Michael Cerrone's Hunterdon County, New Jersey. What? Michael Cerrone is from Hunterdon County, New Jersey, Chris. Oh, he's my neighbor. Yeah. Michael. Wow. Well, Michael, you'll be listening, or your son's going to be listening. Uh, throw, me a, throw me a tweet, bro. Tell me where you tell me where you live. Where you from? Nice. Meet you, That's Duncan funny, Duncan. right, Jerry? What a small yeah. world, man. Yeah, Noah's had nothing but Michael Cerrone, Hunterdon County, baby. Wow. If, if it's the same Michael Cerrone, we'll see. Got a boy. All right. Here we go with questions, guys. Um... Can I say something quick? Yes, yes, sir. Go ahead. For people who are from Huntington County, dude, this county I live in is absolutely beautiful, bro. Yeah, it's nice. It is absolutely beautiful. God's man. country, yes. I mean, it's farmland. I mean, I tell you what, Jerry, I wish I moved out here like freaking thirty years ago, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. it is absolutely beautiful. So I know somebody reached out to me today and said, "Wait, I don't know what the hell it was. It was today. Yes, somebody reached out and said, hey, he, you know, he grew up in Clinton, which is not far from me.'" And yeah. Another beautiful area. Where I forgot who it was. Somebody on Twitter. and um, But, uh, man, just an absolute beautiful county, man. Yeah. i tell you what. Jersey, man. Man, there is parts of Jersey, man. I go through Jerry. 
You would think you're in the Midwest, bro. Yes. I mean, it is absolutely what a beautiful state, bro. What a yeah. beautiful state. John Stewart, the comedian John Stewart used to say that the turnpike is a scarecrow. Just keeps you out. That's all it does, the turnpike. Because the state's awesome. Thought that was a pretty good analogy. Uh, I tell you, just uh, just a beautiful freaking state, man. Yeah. Um, um, and this county I'm in, I'm I'm here like almost six years now, Jerry. Five and a half years, and I went fast. Yeah. Um, and I tell you, bro, uh, what a beautiful state, and just a beautiful county. So, uh, you Huntington County residents, reach out and uh, throw me a shout out, man. I'll see you, because it is freaking beautiful out here, man. It really is. Good stuff, buddy. D Wells 05 starts off. PFF just rated the Giants O line as 18th for 2022. Given the changes we've made and understanding we haven't played a snap yet, do you think this is about right, overly pessimistic, or overly optimistic, and, and why? I have no idea. Uh, I, I mean, just the addition of Neil bumps him up probably two or three alone. Uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, they're just, they're shooting, what, throwing darts at this right now, I would imagine. I have no <laughs> yeah. idea. So, yep. Thomas Dimopoulos. I think I did that one pretty good. On the eve of a new training of a new training camp, when was the first one you attended, and how has it changed over years? Is the biggest change due to technology, or most significant changes due to coaches' philosophies? Do you remember the first one you attended, Chris? Yeah, yeah. No, I was with my dad in uh, late seventies, early eighties. Um, though the biggest difference, without question. Man, those guys used to go at it twice a day. Yeah. Hitting. Yes. I'm talking hitting. Yep. Um, that's the biggest difference in my eyes, man. They they did not give a crap about injuries. Nothing, man. They just they practiced early in the morning. Yeah. Like ten o'clock to twelve o'clock or nine and eleven. They everybody went to lunch and came back like one o'clock and two o'clock and went at it another two hours. Yeah. And uh, obviously, you know, that's something you don't see today. That's been out now for a while. Uh that to me, that's the biggest difference, man. Yeah, my first one was 94. Um, it was the Dave Brown Giants, Dan Reeves Giants. And I remember they used to make coaches, at least on this day, they were accessible. You could ask questions. And Mike Nolan was speaking to all of us, and yeah, I asked I him a that. question. I yeah. I said, hey, Mike, uh, Coach, are we going to see more blitzing this year? And he really poo-pooed me. Well, sir, well, son, everybody lacks the blitz, but, uh, you know, we have to play it smart. And, yeah, okay, thanks, Mike. Appreciate that. Yeah, Good job. Yeah, I, I remember when he used to do that with the coaches, and I specifically remember Mike Nolan. So he was really a gentleman. I remember that. He was him. a nice guy, but I just He was really a nice guy, Mike. <laughs> um, but that poor guy, I, I, I was uh, remember one of those camps too, and people were asking about it. why is the defense like this, and that, that poor yeah, guy I was like, oh. probably been at the same one. <laughs> I don't know, but he he was a. I I never forget Mike was like the nicest freaking guy going, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. obviously that's changed now. <laughs> that's yeah. yeah. There's no no more of that you know. You know what, Jeremy? The old training camps. I mean, you used to stand literally like right there. Yes. Yeah. I don't know yeah, if you remember all, this. Jerry. All kinds of access. Yeah. Yeah, all kinds of access. You used to stand right on the sidelines and watch the Giants right in front of you. You know, and, and then you used to, you could hang out in the parking lot and they used to come walking right by. You could get autographs and I remember times have changed now, but yeah, that was another big thing back then. You could you had a lot of access, man. You were right there. So right there. I got a great one for you, Chris. So I'm I'm glad you asked this question, dude. Whoever uh Tom. Um we went in 06 and I went with my friend Matt and Sean. And you know, you've met both of them. Sean's right. a tall guy. Right. Um, Zach Diossi looked like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he had an SUV with really nice rims. And this was in Albany. So tinted windows, 
So he just went through like he was a player and they just went, go ahead, go in. <laughs> so we got in and we were like, holy shit, man. And I'm pull, I'm picking out every giant. They didn't even have their jerseys on. I'm like, there's Vashante Shanko. Oh my God, there's Burris. There's, I'm, I'm pointing out everybody. Obscure, famous, doesn't matter. Um, so we got in and we're like, I don't, we don't know where to go. So we got out of the car and just kind of hung out and no one kicked us out yet. And Burris was on a golf cart all by himself. And he took off like towards like, uh, there was like a lake or something. And my buddy Sean goes, give me your jersey. And I swear, it was like he scared the crap out of Plexico Burris when he went up behind him. <laughs> I was like, Plex, will you sign this? And he goes, what? And he's like, can you sign this? And Burris was almost out of it. And he just said, yeah, all right. And he just looked at, he right. looked at the Sharpie. So he looked at the Sharpie like, I don't even know what to do with this. And then Sean took the, the cap off for him and he signed right, it right. and that was it. So, right, right. Pretty funny. He probably went to a security after that and says, you know, you, yeah. you know, this guy's walking in a, on a field over here. Yeah. He, he was probably thinking, like, how the hell did these idiots, this idiot get in here? So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He probably, went to, he probably went to security and said, how the hell do those guys get in here? You know, you, yeah. can, you should have tried to walk in a cafeteria and have lunch in there. I got your part of the team. If Pat Hanlon's listening, he's probably like, well, that, was that with you? That was you? Oh, my right. God, I remember you guys. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Mark Bon Jovi. Can either of you think of a time when you missed a big sports moment live because you were distracted? I missed DJ's punt return. I left my seat at MetLife thinking I better use the oh, bathroom before overtime. Oh, While in gosh. there, I hear Bob Pop is play-by-play of it unfolding. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I didn't go to the bathroom though in that moment. Did you ever miss one because you were distracted, though? I, I'm trying to think, man. I don't Did know. I ever miss a big play because I was distracted? Were there any sport, like a Red oh, Sox any sport. or... Any yeah. sport? Wow. Because like remember. he got up to pee or something. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I have to think about that one. I always held it. <laughs> and I, I never left early the games, right? Like, I don't know. I, I'd have to think about it, dude. That's a good question, Mark, but I, I just don't know. Um, Carrie Feliciano, what's up, gentlemen? Chris. Jerry, you, Jerry, yeah. hold on one second. Okay. And you're going to like this personally. Okay. I missed the Stefan Mateau goal. Against Marty Brodeur in '94, right? Yeah. Yeah, when the Rangers won the cup that year, '94. Yeah, yeah. I got up. It was the overtime, right? If I remember right, it was overtime. Double overtime, too. And I got up and I did something. And all I heard was the, the fans going crazy. Yeah. And I ran back in and I saw Marty on the ice acting like a dope. Like I can't believe I just let that goal in. Yeah. Um, I missed that one. <laughs> that was like oh, a big a moment. One. Yeah. I know you were like that. You know. I'm sure, you know I, but I don't know how to, I was watching every second of that game. I got up, Jerry, to get something to drink, something stupid. Yeah. Can't, and I heard from the other room, I heard, ah, you know, and I was like, yeah. oh, no. I knew it wasn't good because it was in the garden, you yeah. know? Right. And I went back, and I never, Marty was on his, you know, on his knees like this. And I said, oh, my God, they just, and then I saw the replay, how they scored. I'm like, Marty, are you kidding me? <laughs> so I did, I did miss that one. I'm trying to think, man. I don't, I can't name one. Like, I'm, I, I don't count, but there's got to be one, right? Like, but I just, I remember all those specifically. I don't know, man. That's a good question, dude. Yeah, that's a good question. I got to think of, we're going to get back to that one. Yeah. Uh, Carrie Feliciano. What's up, gentlemen? Chris, have you gotten a sense from Joe Shane that part of his taking over management of the organization could entail turning over the medical staff, physical therapists as well, or just reevaluation? It'd be refreshing to see efforts put, toward health also in rebuild yeah no they have they have put efforts into training uh prevention of injuries and all that they've they've looked at everything 
I, I from what I understand, they made some changes. They didn't really get into what they've done. Nobody's been fired or nothing like that, but they, they want to approach it a little different this camp. They're going to monitor some more things. Yeah. Um, so, they, yeah, they've, they've, they've tweaked. They've done some different – they're going to try different things in this camp to prevent injuries because uh, the Giants obviously have had a lot of them the last few years. So, All right. So this is when I say the heartbeat of Giants Nation. All right. I, I, look, I, listen. This is why I say it. Two questions in a row. <laughs> Nick at Dynasty Dogs Nick. What a morning. We got the classic jerseys, and with the fits that Tony gave Diggs, do you expect us to have a good old-fashioned shootout against Dallas, especially with Dable letting Jones loose and the addition of Robinson and Healthy Barkley? Boom. Yes. Talked about it. Good job. Second question, all about NYG. Swear to God we didn't read this. In my opinion, I think the Giants missed a great opportunity and should have had LT pass over the jersey to Kayvon in the oh, throwback jersey release. Oh, that's great. What are your thoughts? That's great. Right? Like, that's, that's pretty good, dude. Wow. That's I great. swear we did not read these. And you can no, tell because I, I sit here like Frances and go, uh, uh, and when I can't find a question, I admit it. So, uh, right. Uh, <laughs> Josh Stanton, good question. Jerry, Chris, which of these scenarios is most likely to happen this season? Chris shoots a hole in one. <laughs> Giants win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Jerry has another walk away in the draft in the pouring rain type of a moment. Well, Hashtag best podcast in Giants I Nation. I'll tell you what. I don't think Jerry's going to have any of those moments under Joe Sheen. Good. Thank okay, you. I'm going to throw that out there right now, Jerry. I don't think you're going to have any of those moments under Joe Sheen. Then I go um, A. And I think he proved it last year by doing what he had to do, right? Instead of something exotic, right? Right, right. Okay. Um, the other two are the Giants winning the Super Bowl or me acing a hole. I'd say A then. Hole in one is more likely probably, than the For this season, yeah, it's probably uh, well, I've come close. Well, I'm gonna say probably me Aeson. Yeah. Yeah. Have you come that close? I've come close a few times. Yeah. Yeah. I got within five feet a few times, three feet once. Uh, but it's almost it's really freaking hard. But but if you're talking about this year, probably me you probably a better shot at me Aeson than Giants with a Super Bowl, yeah. I agree. Both are not gonna happen, don't get me wrong, but I'm just I'm just saying you're probably a better chance of me Ace at all. Uh, oh, funny. Noah Cerrone asked a question. Nice job, Noah. So happy birthday to your dad. And you get to uh, we'll answer your question, too. First time, long time. Hope you guys are enjoying the offseason. Do you think with the full regime change we saw in January, we'll finally hear the end of Hell's Bells right before kickoff? No. I'm hoping we can hear some more biggie like Chris said he heard in practice. <laughs> oh, I'm with you, Noah. I hope they do change the damn song, but probably not. They're probably going to stick with it. Can't stand it, right? Well, I just want something new, Jerry. You know, I yeah. want something new now. I know. Uh, John, Is anybody uh, with me on this? Yeah. How about balls to the walls by accept? <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm Is okay anybody? Give me the feedback. <laughs> balls to the walls by accept. How about that for a new entrance and entry song? I like it. All right, guys. Yeah, let's respond on Twitter with that, please. Balls to the wall. All right. Joseph Freer. Is there any truth to Jimmy G to the Giants? No. Or are all the stories from analysts just trying to make a headline? P.S. The Giants get passed down in families more than any other team I know. I love when you guys bring up your family stories regarding the team. Yeah, damn right about that, Joseph. Uh, yeah, that no. sounds like a lot of off-season nonsense, you know, Jimmy yeah. G going to the Giants. Yeah, yeah that's just... 
<laughs> people got to write articles and they write that, you know, hey, whatever, it's fine. It's got to sift through the garbage. Um, Mads Storgard. Hey guys, hope you're doing well. I'm from Denmark and in the next couple of years, I'm going to plan a trip to New York and, and catch a Giants game with my friend. Which time of year should we go? Any tips slash spots I need to know? So I can plan accordingly. It would be amazing to catch up with you guys. Chris Bizignan was definitely on the top of my celebrities I want to meet list. Enjoy wow. your summer. Wow. Um, Thank you. Uh, look, if you like the cold, you know, November, December, I would recommend a September game or early October. They're the most fun. Um, everybody's still going. We're still engaged. The Giants are still, you know, <laughs> not mathematically eliminated. So uh, my, my advice would be end of September, early October. I, I always like those games the best when the yeah, leaves absolutely. are changing. It's just nice. So nothing better than October football, right? Right. Exactly. <clears throat> uh, Rob Ford, what's your predicted stat line slash expectations for Quincy Roche? Hashtag UK buffoon. Girl. Are you going to DraftKings, Rob? Like, okay, it's a... Not an obscure question, but it's a little, a uh, little off. Um, I'd five sacks, maybe. I, I'd be, you know, four, I think, I think the over under would be four and a half sacks for Roche. Yeah, I agree with you. Yep. Yeah. Um, I like Roche, Jerry. I like. Roche. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's this is the guy, Brian Kirk. He grew up in a uh, hundred and another guy. Well, yeah, he said, "Hey guys, great podcast." Things will change. What players would you say would not be back at their 2023 cap hit? By the way, Chris, where are you in Hunterdon County? He grew up. In oh, Florida. okay. That's the one we asked today. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I answered him already. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'll do the Francesa now. Uh, Jason Corrigan with a new GM and coaches in place. When do you think they start scripting the first drive for the first real game? That's a good question. I know it seems like a stupid question. No, it's not. But for a lot of fans, me included, that first impression is going to mean a lot. Keep up the great work. That's a hell of a question. That's not a stupid question, dude. When do they start scripting that? Seriously, like that week? The week before? Yeah. Well, okay. Scripting what? The, the first, first like series. The first series. Like, you know how plays are oh, scripted? Right after, right, after tra- right after the final roster. Yeah, right after training. Right after training camp ends, the final cuts. Yeah. Which is August 30th or something. And that's yeah. it. Brother, you got the September 11th. Yeah. Um, and they'll start. That's game week. You know, and then you prep, you're prepping, you make your final cuts, and then boom, you're prepping for Tennessee. Right. Uh, we'll go two more. Rob Hamilton, thoughts on my personal Mount Rushmore of the most delusional front-running and ignorant fan base of all time. Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but, you you know, look, I, I, I got to be fair. I'm a fair person. If I'm not fair, I'm nothing else. Um you know, the Eagles go up there sometimes uh, because they're going to win the Super Bowl every year and they've won one. Um, I, I Listen, I, I know my own type. I, there are times where I want to put Yankee fans and the Mount Rushmore of delusional fans because even when the, oh, look, they're, yeah. they're dominating this year, they're yeah. doing really well. But even in years when they're not, it's, you know, they're whatever. I just have a lot of issues with you. I have a lot of issues with Yankee fans, dude, and I'm a Yankee yes, fan. I, I see that. Yeah, I'm self-loathing. I'm a self-loathing Yankee fan. Like you know, you know what was funny, Jerry, on Twitter this week? Uh, the J Lo, the J Lo thing. Uh, that was six funny. rings or something. Yeah, and yeah. Cowboys zero since zero. since 1997. <laughs> I, I thought I missed a few husbands. I'm like, wait a minute, she got married six times. Yeah, and then people were like, oh no, she's been engaged. Oh, okay, I wasn't even yeah. thinking that, but I was like, oh man. Yeah. With J Lo, I thought maybe I did miss a few husbands. You may have. Yeah. No, I, I think it's four. I think she's on her fourth. I don't know. Uh, let's see. 
Two more. We'll go two more. Hey, buffoons from Napoleon. If you could, right now at this moment, swap the Giants O-line for the Cowboys O-line and put Daniel Jones and Saquon behind it, would you make the deal? And then he asks, in a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot. So would you would you switch the lines right now? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah. I, you know what? I wouldn't because of what we said before. We think would it's I on the down the slope. I, you know what? Giants have a lot of potential. I'd keep it. I know that sounds, you know. No, I, I, listen, Jerry, I like that, bro. I like yeah. that. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously Zach Martin puts him over the edge of it, but puts him over the hump a little bit as far as the Giants. But you might think we're crazy, me and Jerry, but I don't think I would swap those lines right now. We no. just talked about why. Right. You right. know, I mean, yep. that Zach Martin is the freaking, you know, like, ah, right. oh, well, you know, you got Zach. But I, I get it. But with Evan Neal, the expectations of him, Andrew was third year. You know, um, Lemieux coming back. Shane, uh, you know, you got the veteran. You know, the Cowboys. Uh, listen, there's some question marks with them. Yeah. Uh, look, call us crazy, folks. Now, don't know that before you go, Jerry, Chris, you lost your minds. Look at the roster for 2022. Don't look at it and think, right. oh, the Cowboys have been dominant in 2020 and 19. This is 2022. Look right. at the roster this year. Yep. Well, what do you mean, Chris? Well, I'll tell you what I mean. Tyron Smith is what, 100 years in the league now? He's been banged up. He's still a very good player. What are you going to get out of him this year? You don't know. He's 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 a, he's, he's up there now. Right. Right now, they're looking at the, their draft pick. How is he going to be a left guard right now? That's where they got him slot. You don't know. Yeah. Uh, Tyler's second year as a center, he was he came on a little bit at the end of last year, but what, are you, what, are you going to consider him a dominant center? No. No. You right? Not at all. And then, you know, you got Steele and you got Zach. No, I'm going to give you Zach. Of course. It's Zach Maher. No, Jadane. The whole deal. We know that. Right, but but Terrence, but right now they're looking at Steele at right tackle. Are they are they going to sit here and say Steele's a dominant right? No. So before anybody says, "Oh, you guys are nuts," you, this is what I tell everybody every damn year. Look at the teams this year. Yeah. Look at the number when they were drafted. Yeah, you know it might be eight, nine, ten years in the league. Um, so hey, I know some people are probably going to think me and Jerry are out of our minds. But no, I would not make that switch right now. Now, <laughs> at the end of September, and if it's a disaster, we might say, yeah, I guess we would have made But right now, no, I would not make that switch right now. I wouldn't. Agree. Last one from your buddy Kyle Johnson, Chris. Oh, God, here we go. It's not bad. No, oh. it's Giants related. Name two <laughs> players you think will get cut and two players you'd like to make the team. So I'll go, I'll go one each first. Oh, Shane Zimenez will be cut and make the team. David Sills will somehow find his way onto the roster, especially with the Buffalo connection. I'll call it now. Okay. Uh, now, now, I'm saying active roster. Yeah. I think somehow he's going to – he'll be playing on the active roster this year. I'm not saying he's going to be active every week, but – Yeah. You know. I, I got to look at – I think Zimenez could be in trouble too. Yeah. 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 So I'll go one each. I think Zimenez could be in trouble. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of everybody right now. No, I know. Do you what's like the next? Get... What's the second part of that question? Who could uh, be cut? Make or get cut? Make or make the team? Or make the team? Oh wow. Um, you like the undrafted? Any of the undrafted rookies? You like? Yeah, I got. I have to look again. Yeah, no, no, I'm okay. sorry. I don't. Sorry. You know what? I don't have the damn roster in front of me. I should have the roster. I got to look again. Um, you also didn't but, uh, go to a practice yet, so. Yeah, yeah, right. That's that's kind of a tough one to call right now. But yeah. early call, probably Zimenez to <laughs> yeah. make the team. I gotta look. I gotta look. Yeah. 
I gotta look at that again. And you gotta see how many are really on the bubble, right? Like Darnay yeah. Holmes makes the team. That's not a surprise, right? I mean, you know, right. maybe he fell out of favor with the last coaching staff, but it's a fourth round pick from two years ago. So, but for me, uh, Zimenez um, will not make the team, especially he's just odd man out. There's there's actually talent now on the outside. So, all right, dude. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Thanks for the questions. Yeah, man. Nice, nice job, everybody. Happy birthday to Mike again. Uh, the next time we will be talking, there will be a couple of training camp practices probably under our belt. Yes, thank <laughs> God. Oh, so with, oh, we'll have Chris will have updates the next next time we talk. <laughs> so the next time we talk, it could be Thursday afternoon, Friday afternoon, whatever. Or you know, we'll, we'll, me and Jerry will work it out. Yeah, because I will be at you know at camp. Um, so we will be talking about. You imagine this, Jerry. Can you imagine this, dude? Seriously, that we're going to be talking about training camp. Crazy, I know. <laughs> crazy, folks. Flying by. I mean, just absolutely crazy. Um, but you know, next time the podcast, we will be talking about what the hell's going on on the field, and that's I think everybody's pretty pumped up for that. Thank God. So, Good stuff. And I think yeah, it's going to be the low nineties or high eighties next week, which is going to be a relief. Yeah. Uh, because if it was this week, they probably would have taken me out on a stretcher. Because, you know, when it starts hitting 98 and he's standing on the sidelines a couple hours, it's like, oh, God. You know, so, so, um, it should be, uh, yeah. So, when we talk again, we're going to talk about some important stuff, bro. And one of them is going to be Daniel Jones. Yeah. You know, um, I'll be getting those texts before everyone else. Um, I was going to say, if I ever tweet anything, you'll, you'll know my mood on Twitter based on what, how Chris is texting me. If I, ever, if I tweet anything, you'll be able to catch it pretty quickly. Right. Like, uh, Jerry, just doesn't look good right now. Or, oh, man, he looks awesome. So, right. yeah. So just the early heads up, you know, I know a lot of people are going to be asking, how's Neil look? How's the offensive line? So, you know, I'll throw some stuff out. But early in camp, they're not going to have pads on to the following week. But it's tough to, you know, to tell. It's going to be yeah. tough because they're not like they're going against each other, hitting each other. Right. Who's done, you know, so offensive line, things like that. But Daniel, yes, you can tell how he's thrown it when he when they go into team drills and all that. Receiver wise, who's covering who, who looks good on man coverage, who's not picking up blitz, you know, and all that. That stuff you could tell. Um, yeah, so it's going to be, uh, but look, all eyes are going to be on Daniel, Jerry. You know that. Yeah. All eyes are going to be on Daniel. They want, yep. everybody wants him to have a very strong camp. Yeah. Um, and that's the idea, right? You you want to see him have a strong camp, Jerry, get the system under his belt. Um, and obviously when his series and the series he plays in his preseason games, you want him to play well. Yeah. You don't want him looking like a tomato in these preseason games because you don't want him going to Tennessee saying this, well, his training camp was okay. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yep. You don't want that. Yep. You want me saying August 30th, 28th, when he, you know, Chris, what do you think? He had a very good camp. And every, obviously everybody's going to know that as the process moves along in camp because obviously I'll be tweeting a lot, you know, and all that crap. Or we'll be talking on a podcast about it and all yep. that stuff. But you don't want me saying on September 1st, Jerry, after the final cuts. So uh, how would you evaluate Daniel Jones' camp? Uh, Jerry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh. You know, That's the last thing you want to hear. Right. Everybody wants to be saying, 
hey, Daniel looked really sharp this camp. And now we'll right. see in 11 days when they face Tennessee. That's yep. what everybody, folks, that's the goal. That's the goal. That's what you want me saying a little over a month from now. Hey, I love the way Daniel looked. I love what he's doing in the system. Let's get it rolling in Tennessee, and then we'll see for sure. That's what you want me saying. You don't want to hear this. Nah. Yeah, right. Or <laughs> not, Or when you send a tweet like, not sure we was throwing the ball there. Like, oh, God, no. And, and, and look, if anybody, just to remind anybody who might be new to the podcast, maybe even new to the Twitter, when I put an interception by Daniel, please, <laughs> please, well, why did you tweet that? I tweet what is happening on the field. You are going to see me. You are going to see me tweet stuff like great throw by Daniel. Got it in a window. Nice line ball by Daniel. Oh, go route by Daniel. Okay. And then you're going to see me tweet possibly, and you don't want to see these tweets, and hopefully I don't have to tweet them. Bad throw by Daniel. Overthrew the guy. Yeah. Oh, why are you tweeting that? Uh, uh, because that's what people want to know. They're not at camp. They want to know what the hell is going on. Right, right. Right? Right. Um, another thing, because I know a lot of people like to ask this. Chris, did you get a video that we only could video up to a certain portion of practice, and then we asked not to video anymore? Yeah. Okay, so... If you, if I, I, I could tweet something, hey, uh, uh, great catch by Galladay in the corner of the end zone. Chris, did you, did you get a video of that? Well, it's very possible, A, I didn't because I can't video everything. Or two, the portion of the practice of videotaping is over. I know people, listen, I, I'm not being a wise ass. People don't know that. I'm just telling yeah. you. I'm yeah. just telling everybody before we go into camp, you know, and something. I was going to say, so, but the, the, the tweets where you say not a good throw by Daniel, guys, it's not a personal attack. It's just yeah. reporting. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I love Daniel. Daniel nobody, we do, so. nobody wants Daniel to succeed more than me. I love Daniel. Yeah. I got to know Daniel. I, I've talked to Daniel. I yes. love him. I hope yeah. the kid is here 20 years, Jerry. Yep. But that doesn't mean he's going to be here 20 years. You know what I mean? Right. He might not be here in 2023 or, or you know. He will be. So um, that's you know, just a few of those I want to give people a heads up in that, um, you know, during camp, you know, as camp rolls next Wednesday. Good stuff, buddy. All right, guys, to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys, like Chris said, next time you talk to us or next time you hear us, there'll be some yeah. uh, camp reporting. All right, guys. And reach out. And reach out. Yes. People that are going to camp, I think the first practice is open to the public, if, I, if I'm not – if I'm correct. Yeah, I think, I think the right. first practice is open to public, right? Yeah. Yep. The first few are like open to the public, I think. So reach yeah. out. I don't know if we're going to be standing on the sidelines, on the pl- but I might be close to you folks. I might not be, but we'll see when the camp starts. I don't know what Dable has in mind yet, but we'll see. So reach out. You know, so. All right, guys. Sundays are giant days, baby. Take care, everyone. Take care, everybody.